0: This is Life in Progress, a therapy podcast with your host, Navart Wilborn. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and we're going to be having some honest conversations about life's struggles, both the day-to-day struggles and more serious hardships. Please remember that this podcast and all affiliated programs are not a substitute for therapy. So if you're struggling, please reach out to a therapist in your area and get the support you need. Thanks for joining me. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today. So I'm wondering, have you ever found yourself wondering or asking yourself why when you were younger, you didn't worry about things as much or you used to be more of a risk taker or more willing to do things and not as scared of things? Well, if your answer is yes to this, if you've ever thought about it, then I want to talk about why this is happening and why you've thought about this. And the reality is that this is normal. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because I think that, you know, as I get older, I think about the things that I used to enjoy doing when I was younger and how I've changed and certain things I used to be more of a risk taker or less controlled and just more willing to do things. And now I find myself more controlled and more needing to be in control of the things that I do and less of a risk taker. And the big thing for me is I worry about things now in a way that I never would have even like I wouldn't have even thought about these things when I was younger Uh, but now it those are the things that can cause anxiety for me or just help you know make me not be able to shut off my thoughts and the more and more I talk to people I find that this is common for a lot of adults and the reality is that the older we get the more we live the more experiences we have the more we go through in life and the more you know, the more aware you are of risks of real things of real um, just things in life that aren't as simple or we're not as blissfully ignorant to things as we were as we were when we were younger. And this is something that happens to every single person who grows up right and that's why when we say when we're little just so innocent just don't know better don't know anything about the real world but the older we get and the more we live in the world and we are um, outside of the bubble or the shelter of our home as children then we start to experience things and with living and with experience comes difficulty and challenge and um, just obstacles that we have to learn how to overcome and when we have those experiences it causes a change and a shift in our minds. I mean, this is everyone. This isn't just unique to a certain population of people anyone who experiences something new is going to then have that thing be incorporated into their brain and into their perception of the world into their perception of themselves. And I mean, you can apply that on a very simple level, right? When you were small, a small child before you started school, you didn't know how to read. And then when you go to school, you start learning the alphabet and letters and how they blend together to form words and how to pronounce those words and then how to connect words into sentences and sentences into paragraphs. And before you know it, you're reading novels, and you're reading research articles as you get older. Like, the level of understanding of your brain being able to process this gets more complex as you get older and you learn more, and your brain develops enough to be able to be at a developmentally appropriate age to do certain things. Same with math, same with science, history, all of that. And so if, if it applies to academics and the basic ability to learn, then it has to apply to experiences and real life and um, interacting with other human beings and learning from those interactions. And that's not just stuff that we do when we're small. It happens all throughout life. Every minute of your existence is made of Absorbing and consuming information, whether it's from your interaction with someone else or from reading something on the internet, from watching something on TV, from observing uh, an interaction that someone else is having that you're just witnessing like every single thing that you do, your brain never stops. Even when you're sleeping, your brain is still doing stuff, it's still processing memories, it's still registering things that you've learned and just making sense of everything everything is constantly moving and growing and and just doing things in your brain and so but i think as adults we don't stop long enough to think about the fact that this is something that's happening within us therefore it's going to affect us and a lot of people that i work with as clients and then just, you know, people that I interact with in my personal life, I've had this kind of conversation where it's like, man, this never used to bother me before. Why does it bother me now? Or I never used to struggle with this and now I, you know, now it's so difficult for me or, you know, I never remember having this kind of fear, like I was always so much more outgoing or more of, um, you know, more willing to, to go on adventures and do things. Well. That's something that we all think because it's happening to all of us. But I think what happens is that if you don't stop to really think about it and you don't take the time to really understand that this is happening, then it feels like there's something wrong with you. Almost like you're, you're, the struggle is a um, a result of a problem instead of like, yeah, sometimes it is, you know, some of us can have unrealistic worries or we get fixated on anxiety about things that we shouldn't, but on a basic level, we all, um, we all experience these changes and we all become more guarded for the most part as we get older and people that don't take the time to understand that this is happening may feel like there's something wrong with them. Um, but the reality is, is you're more guarded as an adult because you know more about life. You're more aware. You know, when you were little, and you would be playing outside of your house and your, you know, in your neighborhood, if the ball that you were playing with rolled down your driveway into the street, you're just going to chase that because you don't know better. You don't think of the risks involved. You don't think that something bad could happen. You're just a kid with the ball. The ball rolls, and you run to get the ball. But as adults we look at that and we're like you know screaming at the top of our lungs that our children not to run down the driveway because there could be a car coming and we teach our kids to look both ways before crossing the street or before you know going to get that ball or whatever but we do that because we have the experience in the life that we've lived up until this point to tell us that risk exists when you're little and you don't understand the risks you're not going to stop, think twice, and make a good decision. And that's why, if you're a parent, then you've probably at some point given your kid the lecture of, when I was your age, I didn't know this either, but now you know, my parents were strict on me, but now I respect their decisions and now I appreciate what they did because I know better. Well, that's because now you have aged and you're an adult and you have lived a certain life that has shown you that, yeah, your parents may not have been right about everything, but in hindsight, some of the rules that at the time seemed so unfair and so ridiculous were actually kind of logical and based in just simple safety but as a kid it seems so unfair and you know why don't our parents trust us and it's not that they don't trust us it's that they're aware of risks larger than the little bubble that we live in that we don't understand and we don't see and so now as parents we are doing the same thing right we're having to find a way to protect our kids and teach them even though they're not developmentally really able to see it the way we're seeing it because they haven't lived that life. They're taking our word for it instead of experiencing it and being exposed to certain dangers in the world to know that they need to be more cautious. And so now as adults, we are having to deal with the things we know, the things we've experienced, but also trying to be careful and walk that fine line to not be super, um, you know hypersensitive or hyper aware to danger because honestly if you stop and think of it if you really thought and like focused on the dangers that do exist in this world, you're probably never going to leave your house. But there's certain, there's a certain amount of um, kind of risk reward. Uh, like you have to weigh it out. You have to ask yourself, okay, well, if I leave my house, there's a chance that something bad's going to happen to me. I could get in a car accident or whatever, but I also am not going to just hide away in my house because of the possibility of something bad happening. I'm going to go ahead and get in my car, drive, go to work, or go to wherever I'm going because that's just part of life. Like I want to live my life. But then there are certain things that are harder to rationalize and then we get super fixated on them. Like if you have anxiety about a certain thing like a social situation, a crowded place, flying, being in a car, whatever, if you, if it's more than just a passing thought, but it's actually an anxiety, then that might interfere with your ability to live your life and actually leave your house to do things that you need to do. And so you have to kind of first think about, okay, why am I like this? Why is this something that I'm really worried about when I was younger, I never worried about it, or even maybe last year, I never worried about it. Okay. So what could have happened? between the time that I didn't worry about it and now that may have changed the way I see the situation or I see myself in the situation or the way I just relate to the world, relate to people in the world. Because some anxiety is going to be very directly related to a situation that was traumatic or upsetting. Like if you get in a car accident and now you're scared to get in a car, okay, that's very connected. But then there are some people who have a traumatic situation that could be like a car accident, but their trauma, their reaction, their anxiety reaction isn't really related to being in cars. It could be about letting, um, I don't know, going to the mall. It, like just being around a crowded group of people in the mall. It has absolutely nothing to do with the car, absolutely nothing to do with the accident, but it's the brain somehow manifested the. Anxiety in a different way or process the trauma in a way that didn't seem obvious, but it's you know, we are still like when someone comes to therapy and is you know, presents me with something that's going on that they don't understand, like hey, why am I having this traumatic experience? Um, my approach to that is to help look at the big picture, you know. So if you get caught, just you know, first obviously, we'll look at okay, what could have happened that could have triggered this thing. But if there's not an obvious direct link, then we have to zoom out and we have to look at the bigger picture. We can't just be focused in on the uh, the zoomed in part of the story. We have to zoom out and look at, okay, what else could be going on? Is it maybe, you know, if you've had another kind of difficult experience that really doesn't seem an, like an obvious thing to you as the client or as the person dealing with this. Um, it could be something that was that seemed small or seemed like a minor stressor or a minor experience, but it is something maybe that was unusual or different from your typical experiences. And it actually ended up being a contributor because the brain, I mean we don't understand it fully, right? Like we just don't understand how it works and so there are you know certain things we do understand that we've mapped out but then there's this whole rest of the brain that we don't understand and the reality is that it does um it it gets affected the functioning of the brain gets affected by our experiences and sometimes they're big ones and sometimes they're not sometimes they're so minor but you know there are other factors that that are at play you know were you really you know sleep deprived hungry stressed worried overwhelmed um just you know basic needs weren't being met and so at the time that a situation happened it could be something that at another part of your life you would have just rolled you know it would have rolled uh, just right over you and it wouldn't have affect you but in that day in that circumstance maybe you were super tired or, or whatever and so the way that you dealt with it was not really functional you didn't do very well and it wasn't up to you it wasn't a choice it was just the way your brain handled and reacted to the situation and so when we have these things happen they do affect us and so you know going back to kind of what I was saying earlier um, we, when we live our life and we experience these things it's going to change the way that we look at our world it's going to change the way we look at ourselves and sometimes it's obvious to us and sometimes it's not it's those situations that aren't super obvious then you may not realize that somewhere deep down subconsciously over time your mind your brain has been kind of slowly building an anxiety or some kind of fear around some something, some experience, or some behavior in your life, and before you know it, it's a big deal. You know, it's an anxiety, or it's something that you cannot overlook, and it starts getting in the way. You can't sleep right because you're thinking about it, or you can't go do this thing because you're worried about it. And so these things happen sometimes without us even realizing they're happening. But the reason I wanted to talk about it today is I strongly believe that being self-aware being aware of what's going on and questioning okay why am i like this is there is it possible that some things to me that is such an important place to start because you don't know what you don't know if you don't think about it you'll never understand it and you may not have anything specific that you need to work through but chances are you do all of us do right everyone has something that is a habit or a uh, a behavior that we feel like man it would be i wish i didn't have this i wish i didn't have this quirk or this worry or this anxiety or this you know the need to be you know maybe super specific and scheduled and ritualistic and i only eat these certain things at this certain time or i only go this road because if i don't it's going to cause me anxiety whatever um I know I have my stuff. There's a lot of stuff that I do in a very specific way because I'm super regimented and it just helps me get through my day because I have control. But then, you know, sometimes if that has to veer off of, you know, my plan, I'm totally fine. But then there are other things that when we veer off of the plan, I feel irritable. You know, I'm just not going the way I need it to go. It's not the way I normally do it. So I just feel frustrated. Um, For some people, it can cause straight up anxiety, panic attacks, if things aren't done a certain way. But even if it's mild, um, it's just good to think about it. It, You may think about it and be like, you know what, this isn't really a big deal, so I'm not going to worry about it. It's not getting in the way of my life. But you might think about it and realize, you know, this takes up too much time, I spend too much time worrying about this, or these people in my life find that this is kind of um, it's in the way. or it's. It's um, maybe an inconvenience to other people in my life. And so if I need to think about that and maybe tweak some things that I'm doing or make some modifications, growth is always good. You know, it's always good to continue to grow and get better at life in general. And so I want you to think if there's anything that you find yourself very aware of that is um, something that's different, something, uh, you know, than how you used to be or a quirk that you have or a habit that you have that you don't love, I want you to ask yourself, where is this coming from? And if you can't figure it out, that's a good time to get someone else's perspective. It could be your significant other or a family member or a friend who can look at the situation from outside and say, well, yeah, you went through this, don't you remember? And, and that's when you started acting this way. And it's amazing how sometimes the most simple answers or if someone pointing something out connecting the dots for you can blow you away where you're like I never thought about that I cannot believe I never looked at it that way and that happens every day I mean I talk to people every day and you know sometimes I'm able to really help uncover all these brilliant things in my therapy you know brain is on point and doing really well and that's how I help people but there are a lot of times where I am just I'm just looking at it from the outside and helping people connect some dots that they may be too close to the situation to see and to connect and that is all the awareness that's that a client or person might need to have a different outlook on their life or on their situation to be able to move towards a change or overcome an obstacle that was holding them back um so I want you to think about kind of how that applies to your life. But then I also want you to, you know, kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, where we don't have the, we now have lived and we've experienced things, so we have a different awareness. That is something that we can fight and we can be frustrated with ourselves over, or we can just accept that that's part of living, you know? And I know people who um, have this, like, okay, for me, I, I worry about um, the people in my life in a way that I never have, you know, before I had a kid, I didn't have to worry about certain things, right? So if you're a parent, then you probably worry about your child's safety on a regular basis. And that is something that I never ever thought about when I was, you know, either single or married without a kid, I didn't worry about a child, I didn't spend um, all this unintentional brain space you know subconsciously thinking about and worrying about this little human this little boy who was not with me you know and it started when i was pregnant worried something was going to happen to the pregnancy worried something was going to happen to him and then when he was born then it's like okay well now all these things in life can happen all these accidents or all these tragedies or all these things that i hear happening to other people whether people i know or people on the news or whatever I now have this automatic part of my brain that is applying worst case scenarios to my family, to my life that I never worried about before. So I can sit here and be irritated with myself for worrying about it, which sometimes I am. It sucks to spend that much time worrying about it. But, or I can say, okay, well, it's part of life. Like This is part of having a kid. It's part of being an adult and, and loving someone so much that you don't want anything bad to happen to him. And you know what, I'm glad I have the opportunity to love someone that much and, and I'm just gonna do my best to protect him. But you know, I also need to really work on distracting my mind from that, um, You know, talking it out with the people closest to me and I've gotten a lot better over the years, but I will never be able to go back to the way I was before I had him. Never, it's just not possible, it's done. Once, now I've had a kid, I will worry about my kid and you know figure out if you can apply that to your life on on even simpler things like you know worrying about a social situation you know maybe you have social anxiety when you never had it before maybe you worry about driving on the highway when you never used to worry about that before whatever it is figure out what the reason is and if there's something you can do about it great but if you cannot do anything about it it's not interfering with your life majorly then just face the fact that it's here for a reason Make peace with whatever reason, whatever that reason is, and then just accept that that's part of your story. You know, whatever you've been through, some of it may be good, some of it may be awful, but it affected you, it impacted you, because that was just part of your story, part of your life up until this point. And fighting that or being frustrated with it isn't going to do anything to help you. It's not gonna make the situation better. So you're gonna have to figure out a way to make peace with it and accept it as part of your life and if you can't do that alone that's where you get support from outside of yourself if it's a friend or a family member or if it's a professional a therapist or a psychologist or whatever you need to do that because a lot of people are stuck living a life where you know they're um, they're trapped in an experience that happened that changed them or a memory that creates fear for the future whatever it is but you live a life you you you're not an innocent little kid you do not have the luxury of that blissful ignorance because life has presented you with experiences and some of those are awful but you know a lot of them are really really good and i hope you have more good than bad i don't know your situation but if you focus too much on the bad that's something to work on. You know, everyone has good experiences, everyone has bad experiences. Some people are lucky enough to have mostly good and some people are unlucky and have had mostly bad. I don't know, but regardless of your starting point, you do have some control. You have the ability to really face your past and face your experiences and decide and work through that whether on your own or with a professional to figure out if this is going to continue to be an obstacle and this is going to be something that you struggle with and battle through or if this is going to be something that you get to a point where you accept it make peace with it incorporate it into your life into your brain instead of it being this outs you know this thing in your brain that's just nasty and on its own because it's such an awful experience you have to figure out how to incorporate it into your life and make it a part of your story that it's it it affected you. It happened. It's here. You're just gonna have to you know have to make peace with it. So um, I hope that gives you something to think about, something to help you understand why a lot of us reflect back to the past and remember a different version of ourselves before we had grown and experienced what we experienced. And knowing that it's gonna continue to happen, you know, as you continue to live and as you continue to get older, things are going to happen in your life that are good and bad. And those things are going to change you but you can't control whether these things happen but you can control how you react to them and what you try to do to kind of stabilize your life after these things happen so be in the driver's seat of your life in that sense try to if something happens try to deal with it try to get the support you need to incorporate it as smoothly as you possibly can. And if it's just an awful, awful situation, then just one step at a time, walk through it and get to a point where life balances out a little bit, even if it's a new normal or just a version of your life you never thought you'd have, but it's where you're at and it's where you have to be. So um, I hope this helps you and I hope you have a great rest of your week. All right, thanks, bye.